hey, hey, and welcome to the new show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and like I said, you're listening to the new show on Active FM, and I'm here to give you the lowdown on what's happening in the world around you, from general news to politics and beyond. Like, literally, whatever news is out there, I'm here to give you the lowdown. And it's mostly on the, you know serious side of things fashion and stuff aren't really isn't really the news that i give but i'm still here to give you the lowdown on what's happening now if you've been listening to the show and stuff you 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 will know that i've been keeping up with the elite levels here in south africa and i did a show on level two i did a show on level three and now south africa has gone into alert level one and what does that mean for the nation, what things are still prohibited, what things are allowed, and that's what we're going to be discussing in today's show. So what are the things that are allowed in Alert Level 1, and what are the things that are still illegal in Alert Level 1? So we're going to be speaking about that, and yeah, it's going to be an interesting show, because it's the new show. What else can it be? I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs, and this is the new show on XFM, where radio has never been better. Can you tell me why Active FM is the best radio station around? Okay, so first of all, I would like to start with the following statement. We got the most craziest presenters around the world. Just listen to this. So, what are your last words concerning Apple? My last words concerning Apple Fan. Mm. Okay, go listen to Apple Fan because we are the best radio station around. Yeah. So last week, uh, the president announced that we would be going into Alert Level One from the. 21st of September. So now this is the confusion that a lot of people have. I still don't understand why we still have this confusion in the nation. But the president said midnight of the 20th of September 2020. And a lot of people literally thought, I know I was moving around, not at midnight, before you think that I was outside of the curfew. No, I just I was coming from a family member's place. And it was in the evening, it was past seven. And there were a whole lot of things happening. And I've been in conversations as well with people that literally thought that the president meant from Sunday, the 20th of September, we would be in alert level one. No, if you go into the government website or whatever, or if you understood what he said, he meant that alert level one will take place from midnight of the 20th, meaning it would be 00H or dot dot zero one. So that would be one minute past midnight, 21 September 2020, Alert Level 1 will basically come into effect. That's what's happening. So Alert Level 1 started from one minute past midnight, 21 September, which is today, 2020. And I'm just going to go through what it means to be an Alert Level 1 so you don't find yourself doing something illegal because, you know, you think that it's, uh, it's something that's allowed in Level 1. And then I'm also going to go through the stuff that are illegal. So I think I'm going to start 
with the stuff that are illegal first because there aren't that many things that you cannot really do in alert level one. So we're going to start with that. Now, the first thing is that the curfew has been moved up from 11 p.m. to midnight. So a curfew remains in place from one minute past midnight to 4 a.m. every single day. So that's when the curfew is, meaning that the only legal way to be on the streets during those hours is if you have a permit or if you are attending, in inverted commas, attending to a security or medical emergency. Breaking that rule will result in up to six months imprisonment. So that the curfew is still in place. We are still under curfew. You cannot move around between one minute past midnight and four uh, a.m. in the morning unless you have a permit that allows you to actually move around and unless you are attending a security or medi uh, medical emergency. So if you find that someone is sick or your wife is, give, is, is in labor, whatever, between those hours, you can go to the hospital. The next thing that is still illegal is not wearing a mask. So in public, there is only one exception to, uh, to the mask rule while undertaking uh, vigorous exercise. And those in control of public places or public transport must still deny you access if you're not wearing a face mask. So it is still very mandatory for us to wear a mask uh, the moment you step out in a public place. So the moment you leave your house, basically, because the streets don't belong to you. Uh, what's this? The moment you, you leave your house, it means that you need to have a mask on. And then something that is also still illegal is night vigils. So though funerals may now have up to 100 people, so they've actually allowed for funerals to block the capacity at 100 people in attendance, there is still an absolute ban on night vigils. So people cannot stay overnight for a funeral or any type of vigil that might be happening. Now, organizing any gatherings more than 500 people outside of a cinema complex, theater, or cas casino is still banned. So you can only have up to 500 people outside a gathering. So the absolute upper limit for gatherings is now 500 people for outdoor religious services, uh, conferences, concerts, or political events. As soon as those move indoors, the limit drops to 250 people. Casinos do not have any such absolute limit, though. They must only limit people to 50% of the, the venue maximum. And after an amendment on Sunday afternoon, the same is now true for theatres, while cinemas are now only limited to 50 people per cinema. Uh, the, the Level 1 regulations specifically make provision for the 50% rule for casinos to be further relaxed. So what they're saying is that gatherings outside, so if it's an outdoor gathering, you cannot have more than 500 people, but if you're having a gathering indoor you need to have only 250 people, unless you're a casino. Now, casinos can have up to 50% of their, their venue uh, maximum. So if their venue can take 2,000 people, then they can have 1,000 people in the ven venue. And with cinemas, they're only limited to 50 people per cinema. And that is, I think, I could be mistaken. So you would have to go in and check this yourself as well. But it's... 50 people per cinema house. So if you've been to a cinema or a movie theater or whatever, you'll see that um, there's different movie houses. So you'll have Bad Boys 2 playing in Cinema House 1. You'll have 
uh, Black Panther playing in Cinema House 2 and stuff. So 50 people per Cinema House, but I could be mistaken. So you'll have to check that with yourself. And then they also speak about the fact that they could relax the, the rule for 50% for casinos later on. Now, something else that is also still illegal in, in level one is going to a sporting event as a spectator. While a casino can host as many people as its floor space will allow, divided by two spectators at sporting matches are specifically banned even for outdoor events, even for fewer than 500 people and no matter what social distancing or other measures are in place. Uh, so you cannot go watch, you know, the PSL or go watch a boxing match or go watch rugby or whatever. You have to watch it from your house. And then something that is also illegal is going to a nightclub. So whether or not they stick to the curfew or don't sell alcohol, nightclubs are still specifically banned. So nightclubs are not open and they, they will not be open in uh, level one. Now, the next one is holding an initiation school. The ban on initiation practices is binding on organizers, uh, landowners, and traditional surgeons or medical practitioners with the threat of six months in jail for any who fail to hit the ban. And then something that is also still uh, banned in a way is buying of alcohol after five or on a weekend, except at a bar or restaurant. So now bottle stores must close at five on weekdays and are banned from selling booze on weekends and public holidays. Uh, but on-premises but on-premises drinking spots may sell alcohol drinks right up to the curfew, including on weekends. So those are the things that are still banned and things that we still cannot do in level one lockdown. But now if you look at the things that are allowed now, we have the movement of persons. Now every person is confined to his or her place in residence from, like I said, one minute past midnight until 4 a.m. daily. So now the us moving around, so people moving around, the curfew has been moved up uh, and stuff. So it's no longer 11 o'clock, it's now midnight. And then mandatory protocols when in a public place. A person must, when in a public place, wear a face mask except when undertaking vigorous exercise. So like I said earlier on, you still have to wear a mask and it's still very important to wear a mask in, in, in level one lockdown. And then attendance of funerals, I spoke about it as well. You can have now more than 50 people up to 100 people. So it's, it's doubled um, it's doubled that. And then with gatherings, it's the same thing. So now you can have 500 people in, in an outdoor gathering and only 250 people in an indoor gathering. In terms of places and premises close to public, the cabinet member responsible for corporate governance and traditional affairs may, by directions, determine a place or premises that must be closed. So even though they say that things are open, what they're saying is that uh, what's this? the Minister of Corporative Governance and Traditional Affairs can decide whether or not this place should be allowed to open. So if I have a shop and apparently that shop is not, you know, in line with what they believe should be open, then they can say that my shop is not open to public.
And then controlled visits by members of the public or visits by members of the public to correctional services, detention facilities, police holdings, military detention facilities, health establishments, older people, so residential facilities for older people, and the Independent Electoral Commission will be allowed to visit institutions. So you can go to these places and it will be open to the public for visit. And then there will be a partial reopening of the borders in level one lockdown. So I know a lot of people who are excited about this. They are excited about traveling. I know of someone who's going to be leaving on the 2nd of October. Uh, the, the partial reopening of borders is going to be from the 1st of October 2020. And this person is going to be leaving from the 2nd of October. Now, the 18 land borders which were partially operational will be fully operational, and the 35 land borders currently closed will remain closed. So those, the, that, that stays the same. So the, the borders that were partially operational are fully open, and people can move in and out of those borders, but now the ones that were closed will remain closed. And like I said, from the 1st of October, all travelers from the African continent and from uh, countries outside of the African continent with a low rate of COVID-19 infection and transmission will resume subject to a travel the traveler providing a valid certificate of a negative test which which was obtained not more than 72 hours before the date of travel. So what they're saying here is that you can travel to your the different countries you want to travel to, you can come into South Africa, but in order to travel, you need to have a certificate that says that you have tested negative for COVID-19 in 72 hours. So that's for the, part, the three days prior to you traveling or whatever, you tested negative. Um, if, you, if, you've, if there's a failure to submit a negative test, there will, what's the, you, the, the, the traveler, so you as a traveler will be required to be quarantined at your own cost. So you might not have it, you probably don't have it, but if you don't bring the certificate, they will send you to get quarantined and you will have to pay the cost. So it's basically like them fining you for not bringing the certificate. Um, international travel from countries listed as having a high COVID-19 infection and transmission rate will remain prohibited except for business travel, which may be allowed with the approval of the cabinet member responsible for home affairs. So if a country has a really high transmission and infection rate, so that would probably be the countries in the top five, if, if someone is coming in from that or going to, or no, coming in from that country, they will not allow uh, that person to to come in unless it's for business or they're allowed by the cabinet member in, responsible for the home affairs. They say that all commercial seaports will be open. So those of you who were hoping, you know, they were looking at that specific thing in their wish list on online shopping and you were hoping that it could come in, the seaports will be operational so you can order online. International air travel is restricted to the following airports. So these are the only places that you will be able to do international travel. The resumption of services for visa applications shall be determined in directions issued by the cabinet member responsible for home affairs. 
So that's what's happening in terms of international travel. Obviously, there's a whole lot more. I'm just giving you the, you know, the, the lowdown, the listen, this is what's happening and, and, and stuff. But if you want to do more research and you were like, you want to be, you want to go somewhere, you want to travel in December with your family and stuff, it's important that you actually go look into what it means to travel in level one and, and stuff. Now, in terms of public transport, um, Public transport will remain mostly the same and and staff, buses and taxi will be able to carry 100% of their capacity. Now, if you look at the, the operation of the econ- economic sector, businesses may operate except for those set out in Table 4. So you can go in and look at Table 4 of the businesses and most of the businesses are night vigils, well, that wouldn't be a business, but it's part of the economic exclusion. Nightclubs, the 35 land borders that will remain closed. Initiation practices, passenger ships for international leisure purposes. So, you know, like MSC and stuff like that, they won't be allowed to operate. Attendance of any sporting events by spectators, international sports events, and exclusions related to public transport services as set out in the directions issued by the cabinet member responsible for transport and exclusions related to education services set out in the direction directions issue. So those are basically the things that will not be operational. But other than that, most everything else will be operational. So a lot of businesses are going back. A lot of businesses have actually realized that, hey, we can do this thing from home, so might as well just do this from home. And that's what the government is actually encouraging. If you are able to work from home, if you're a business that can have their members work or their employees work from home, then they're saying that, listen, you can work from home. If you're a sickly person and and you not only suffer from COVID, but there's other sicknesses and stuff like that. They also encourage that you work from home if it's if it's possible, as far as possible, work from home. But other than that, there are a whole lot of businesses that are going back and becoming fully operational, and that is good for the economy. That is good for the people in the country as well, for the nations and stuff. So that's what's happening with Alert Level 1. It's quite interesting. It's awesome to know that Things are easing up and we are able to start going back to the new normal, in a way, in inverted commas. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And this is the new show, Right Here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. stream Reactive's very own The Movement album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Reactive is a movement. So we were speaking about alert level one and it was, it's very interesting to know what we can and cannot do. Remember, you can catch our shows on our different uh, platforms. You can catch us on www.activefm.co.za. 
You can catch us on Google Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts, and we're also on Spotify. So get downloading, share the show out, and let everyone know about the show. And then if you want to get, you know, uh, social with us and let us know your thoughts and there's something about Alert Level 1 that you know about that we don't know about, you can comment on our different social media platforms. We're on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We're on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM and we're on Twitter at ActiveFM. So get chatting, let us know what your thoughts are and comment. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs. This is the new show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. Active FM. Radio has never been better.